Okay. Hello. Hello. Welcome to I, I Have, Have a Strange, Strange Story, Story Podcast. podcast. Uh, so this is a podcast where two sisters retell people's strange and paranormal stories and experiences. I'm Lindsay. I'm Rebecca. And here we are. Um, I feel like this light is blinding. Oh, it's just so bright. I've had some, again, like technical issues, man. Always, always. Yeah. Um, so I think we have a few announcements before we get started, right? Didn't you mm-hmm. have an announcement? Yeah, I do. I have something pretty exciting. Um, So I think a couple of episodes ago, like our reboot episode, I was talking about my experience with the bath and that ring and how I Uh lost the ring. And I found the ring, you guys. (laughs) I just dropped it. But I found it. (laughs) But tell them how you found it. Yeah. So this is, it says, I-M-S-S-U. Isn't that cool? cool? And yeah, so here's the thing. Like, I'm going through some stuff right now. And I was like, I would really like to find that ring. And I just like put it out there into the universe. And I was like, can you please help me find my ring? And I mm-hmm. have been like, not tearing my life up trying to find it, but just <laughs> being on, you know, high alert and double checking yeah. places that I think that it might be or if, see if it has fallen somewhere. And I assumed that I lost it at the dog park whenever I took my dog there. And I just kind of thought that I wasn't going to see it again. And whenever I asked for it, that was a couple of days, and I didn't see it. And then the other day, I'm getting dressed, and I'm talking to Lindsay on the phone, and I pull out these jeans, and I hear this, like, tink, 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 tink on the floor, and it fell out of a jean pocket. Fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, I told Lindsay, like, this... I've checked all my clothes to see mm-hmm. if if they were in any type of any pockets to make sure that I didn't wash it or whatever. I was very vigilant about that, and I never found yeah. it until I found. Because I was jeans. even like, "Did you remember putting it in there now?" <laughs> like real <laughs> annoying. Like <laughs> yeah, that's what happens to me. I'm like, it's lost. Somebody stole it, and then years later, I'll find it and be like, "Fuck, nobody did." <laughs> yeah, Ooh, I did that with a what was the Nine Inch Nails album that came out and like. 2004 or five was it uh with teeth or had with teeth on the album yeah the album's called with teeth it is called with teeth yeah I thought that somebody stole it from me and then like after my divorce (laughs) you found it when I was moving I fucking found it and I was like Jesus Christ (laughs) it's like for 12 years I was like one of your friends stole my album (laughs) (laughs) I had it the whole time. Shit. Oh my Take God. me to court. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, very cool, man. I'm glad that you found it and I you got to share the story. Fucking full circle, man. Miracles do we have any do other happen. announcements? Oh, here's another. Okay, this is going to be startling. I have to take Ruckus's thunder shirt off. I think that's what the problem is. Okay. So we're going to hear, like, uh, Velcro. Oh. A little ASMR right now. Yeah, sorry for everybody who hates it. A lot of people hate it. Oh, shit. Okay, it's off. Okay. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) My microphone almost fell. All right, let's go. What's your other announcement? That's all. Don't you have an announcement? Shit, do I? Is mine about me? Yeah. Of course. Okay. 
Um, yeah. So my announcement is about myself. It's kind of weird. Like, you know, at the beginning of the show, when we first did the, when we first came out and I was like, I don't know what I believe. And then I was like, I believe everything. Then I was like, I take everything with a grain of salt or whatever. So for whatever reason, I was like, I want to dig into the origin of Pisces. Like where the fuck does it come from? I'm a Pisces. And, um, I was like, surely like we've, this whole astrology thing has only been happening since like the seventies. So like, that's what I was expecting to find. I feel so dumb because (laughs) the origins of Pisces, nobody knows because it's so fucking far back in history. Like the one time that they think that it's documented, like for the first time, uh, was whenever, uh, during the Babylonian like period. And they think that it was, um, they think that society was invented by um, fish beings that came out of the water and told society like how to be society and taught them and gave them technology and all that shit. And then they went back into the ocean and they were also considered mermaids and they say that those are Pisces. So Pisces like created society. I'm like God, I'm like Jesus over here. Or is it God? (laughs) I don't know which one I am. Um, But what's, this is, this is my favorite part out of all of it is that, you and I had a spiritual experience. Oh, okay. We had like a spiritual experience. And during this experience, I announced that I was a mermaid in a past life. Do you remember that? Yeah. I was like, I'm a mermaid, I'm pretty sure. And then like I have mermaids. I have two mermaid tattoos. And mm-hmm. like I don't really like the ocean. I won't go into it because I'm scared. Because mm-hmm. you can die in there. Mm-hmm. Well, we also don't know what's at the bottom of the ocean. Nobody knows what's there. Like, these sea people could be real. Of course, I think that, right? So, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, I'm a fish goddess. <laughs> and it also talked <laughs> It talked about how I'm naturally spiritual. Mm-hmm. And that um, I'm artistic, dreamy, and I have a mystical personality. And I was like, nailed it. And it also says that I ignore my problems. Nailed it. <laughs> um, anyway, so I thought it was really cool. So I was like, everybody else, you should look at your sign. Like, you should research the origin of your sign and see how far back it goes. Because, like, it's kind of like you have to give credit. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like astrology is really mocked and made fun of and not taken seriously. But it was, like, the method that our ancestors used to explain everything. It was their science. And so, like, I kind of don't think we should dismiss it or treat it like shit. Like... You know, it's our ancestors. They did a lot for us yeah. to get us where we are today. Anyways, that's all. That yeah. was my announcement. We can go into Friday the 13th. Okay, cool. So um, I have a couple of things I wanted to talk about with Friday the 13th. So okay. I'm into numerology. And with numerology, it it spans a lot of different aspects. So it's not just the 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 number aspect of it but it's also Mm -hmm. like it has to do with the planets and it has to do with the days of the week so perfect to combine that into a friday the 13th episode with numerology and to be honest like there's not a whole lot of bad things that i have found about 13 like okay okay (laughs) yeah um i'm excited about this yeah so i'm just gonna start with like 
how 13, like the number 13 is actually considered to be a very karmic number in numerology. And it's associated with the divine and it's said to bring good luck and prosperity to those who embrace it. Um, in fact, many people believe that the number 13 brings about change, which can often lead to a positive outlook. And then for Friday, Friday is actually associated with Venus or Aphrodite. Um, it's a great day to honor love, passion, harmony, beauty, fertility, and the arts. So anything that um, Friday, you know, the, anything that those goddesses are associated with, like that's that those are your day. Friday is the day to to indulge in like sensuality and romance and friendship Aww. and love. I know. I know. I know that's where dating came from. It's on Fridays, like going out on dates on Fridays. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's a good point, Lindsay. Um, so combining these two aspects together, Friday and 13, um, is in, you know, in the astrological aspect of it and numerology of it, this can be seen as a celebration of beauty and positivity and art. And like, I just imagine pink whenever I think of this now, like just like, <laughs> a Bollywood movie with glitter and sparkles and dancing. And like, it's, yeah. you know, a 12 hour long movie, but it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So, so that I, like I said, it's kind of hard to find a bad thing about Friday and 13 in the beginning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. It was also considered to be the day of the goddess and it was a day to worship the divine feminine that lives in all of us and to honor the cycles of creation and death and rebirth. And so as far as digging into that a little bit, the divine feminine is, um, you know, honoring the cycles is honoring the menstrual cycles of women. We have 13 cycles in a year, 13 lunar cycles in a year. Women are associated with the moon. And so Friday the 13th would be a day to, to honor women. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I think I see where this is going. Okay. Oh, I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> no, I know. I'm sorry. I just, once you were explained that and I've linked it together, I'm like, oh, shit. But, okay, go ahead. Yeah. So then the major arcana um, of the tarot deck, um, in th the 13th card in the tarot deck is the death card or the reaper, depending on which tarot deck that you use, which is mm -hmm. generally a misunderstood card. So whenever people think of death now, we just think of like the physical body dying, that somebody is going to die or that it's an omen of something. And that's not actually not what the card represents at all. It actually is, um, a, a way to process transformation and rebirth. So in order for things to move forward for you spiritually, physically, mentally, there's things that we have to let go. And that is in a sense, a death, right? But Whenever you let go of the things that don't need to be alive or you don't need to cling to anymore, you are able to birth and renew new energy that, you know, takes you places after that. So it is like, it's a process. It is mm -hmm. another full circle, death and life as well. So also representing that in the number 13. Um, and the correct way to read the, the death card in a tarot deck um, reading is just a uh, process it as transformation rebirth and then um yeah so it's a very positive card but it's very scary looking 
And if you don't yeah. know it, then you're going to interpret it as something like you're going to die or somebody's going to die soon. Um, and the, and so that's what 13 represents is a lot of, uh, change, rebirth and transformation. Um, and it's the, the symbol of totality and completion and it's attain and attainment. And there's a lot of different representations and 13 is in a good, in a good, you know, way. And in one way in, um, Greece, Zeus is considered the 13th and most powerful God in Greek mythology. Um, 13 was a very important number for our country. Whenever we became a new country, um, it was when our forefathers made 13 original colonies. There was 13 stars on the on the flag. And all of this was very much influenced by the Freemasons, who were builders and who applied mystical principles of Freemasonry to the larger spiritual aspects of life. So they saw the number 13, and they saw how the number 1 and the number 3 and the number 4, because 1 plus 3 equals 4, uh -huh. <laughs> um, well, would contribute to highly creative and powerful material outcomes. Isn't that so cool to use numerology in, in oh, yeah, yeah. a way of life? I, this, I'm I just didn't understand it. I'm not really understanding the last thing you said about the number four. So I'm sorry. I couldn't get excited when you asked if it was cool. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going was to explain that. Was it a deer in the headlight? I was like, uh. <laughs> I know. For real, like math sometimes is hard for is, me. Uh. Like, I get yeah. it. Okay. And I want to love math and be, and I want to be really good at math. But like my mathematics skills are at best multiple, you know, multiplication and division. That's my highest degree. I mean, I can do yeah. some, you know, other math, but usually I don't. Um, and so I'm going to talk about the numbers a little bit. <laughs> okay. So, um, the number one in the number 13 is symbolic of the individual. And the number three symbolizes the power of unbridled creativity. And when the Masons saw the number 13, they saw a number that was symbolic of transformal, uh, transformational process that brings the individual to their perfected state. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. Um, and then it's for as far as the number four goes, because we have to that's where one plus three equals four and number 13 in numerology. Whenever we tried to get we, as in I'm, I'm a numerologist, I just read books, mm -hmm. but like whenever, <laughs> whenever we are looking at numbers in numerology, what we like to do is reduce the numbers to four. So you just are to, you just reduce the numbers to a single number. And so 13 if you're going to add that together, that's going to be four. And you just keep adding numbers until you get one number. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay. So the number is four. And this is the number of mastery over the material sphere and the ability to lay solid foundations for the success successful completion of projects. So, like, if you think of the number four, there's four walls in a house um, to hold up all, you know, to hold up the roof. It's stability and it's foundation and it's... Um, it's a great number if whenever you're going to do a project that, or you're building a country, right? You want to have a good foundation. You want to have sturdy walls. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that's the good part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so why was 13 deemed unlucky then? Right. So, mm -hmm. and I'm, from what I've read, 
and what I feel in my heart, it's actually 12's fault is why 13 is unlucky. Because 12 holds such religious and mythological and magical symbolism um, Mm. that generally represent perfection and uh, entirety or cosmic order in traditions since antiquity. And whenever I say antiquity, I mean like since people were able to, to count. 12 has been such a powerful number in our lives growing up and everything. And you're going to love this one part, Lindsay. Is minute. it about a baker's dozen? Because I just got real excited thinking about that. Because you know a, a dozen is 12 and a baker's dozen is 13. Yeah, you know why they did that? So the baker could try it? No. They did. Oh, okay. um, so they used to weigh things instead of counting them. Uh-huh. And so whenever you would get something, they would weigh, like, they put 12 in there and they would put one more just in case it, they, oh, okay. they weren't given enough. So that's what Super a baker's... Cute. Yeah. I'm glad to know that now. A okay. baker's dozen. Yeah. So just to go into, like, the importance of 12, it's everywhere in our lives. There's 12 months in a year. Um, the North, the, uh, the Norse god Odin had 12 sons, um, in the King Arthur legend, Arthur was said to, uh, subdue 12 rebel princes and to win 12 great battles against Saxon invaders. The number 12 is mentioned 189 times in the Bible. Um, in Greek mythology, um, uh, they have 12 Olympians who were the principal gods who resided at Mount Olympus. 12 broken down in the number is 3 plus 3 plus 6, which equals the Star of David in the Kabbalah or the Tree of Life. There's 12 tribes of Israel. There's 12 disciples of Jesus, 12 sons of Jacob. According to the New uh, Testament, Jesus had 12 apostles. There's the 12 days of Christmas. Like, I can go on and on about this. 12 hours in a day, 12 inches in a foot, 12 astrological signs in the Zodiac. And um, this is the part. Pisces is the 12th astrological sign. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I know. So just. I'm so important. I know, like in ways that you didn't even know, right? Yeah, I'm also kind of Aphrodite, according to, you know, the Greeks, because the, the Pisces thing. But, anyways, that's another podcast. Well, we can talk about Pisces since it is a 12. No, really, like I'm going to bring this up because it's oh. the last sign in the zodiac. Um, your sign, the symbol of Pisces, is a mm-hmm. representation of all of the qualities of the signs of the zodiac. The other signs. And so, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, people think it's that, or they think it's Aphrodite and her son tethered together with a ribbon. I've heard that, too. And, or a snake. I think they've said a snake, too. Oh, really? There is a snake in the, in the zodiac that is associated with one of the signs. I can't remember which one. So but that's they, where the fish comes from for Pisces is the mermaid that I talked about earlier because yeah. it doesn't make any sense if it's a person and, you know, tied with a ribbon. That's why they think there's fish is because they think it goes all the way back to whenever mermaids and I created gotcha. the world. <laughs> Just kidding. Water okay. is the most important thing in life. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So, yes. Um, so just to assume that there's any net, any number more important than 12, mm-hmm. like to just, if we're going to say 12 is the absolute perfection number, anything going beyond 12 is going to 
be considered to be unlucky. And there's so many reasons why, and they're mostly because of the Bible. But, uh, and I'm just going to go into a couple of reasons there, why 13 is considered unlucky. Um, I think probably one of the most famous ones is the Last Supper, and there were 13 people at the table, and counting Christ and the 12 apostles, and they Mm -hmm. believe that because there was 13, and Judas was the betrayer of Jesus Christ, and he died, it became an unlucky number. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So this num- it's superstition that's wrapped into that. It is superstition, right? Oh, but I okay, think it's okay. also I think it's also um, like adoption or uh, I, I can't think of the word that I'm that I'm trying to use with that. But it's also just like it's it's um, indoctrinating the number thirteen into unluckiness. And yeah. here's where it's going to yeah. get like patriarchal because uh-huh. also it was a divine divine feminine number, right? And so. If we want the patriarchy to take over, we're going to make anything that is associated with feminine power into a negative aspect. So we're going to mm-hmm. say actually 12 is is the best. It's it's um you know we we talk about how it's 12 uh, Odin is the 12th god. There's 12 sons, there's 12 knights, all these things. Yeah. Um there's and so we can associate bad energy into 13 now. Um, and then the, the number 13 in the Bible also represents Satan, evilness, devils, and everything mm-hmm. that is connected to them. Um, there's 13 witches in a coven. They're in Norse mythology at a dinner party um, that, uh, that the, uh, the gods were attending a dinner party. The 13 guest was Loki, and he caused the world to be plunged into darkness. <sighs> God bless him. He's so handsome. <laughs> what a great guy. What a great guy. I know. Oh, right? my God. What a hoot. He, his show was just so good. I just loved it. Oh, my it. God. That Isn't show it funny? was amazing. It what? is funny how we go from hating, because I didn't like Loki, and then once the show came out, I was like, I like this guy. <laughs> you changed. <laughs> There's something, like, I you don't know. You changed. Yeah, it was a good show, man. He's not a. I don't think he's a. Okay, sorry. Let's not get into Marvel whenever we're talking. (laughs) Friday the thirteenth. Okay, keep going. Okay, so then the the psychology around thirteen being um, Mm -hmm. seen as a bad number. You know, the reputation may be connected to just a feeling of unfamiliarity or um, a, a felt sense of anomaly, since thirteen isn't a common number in everyday life. So, you know, there's not 13 months, there's not a 13 inch ruler. And it shows that we as human beings just favor what is familiar and disfavor what is not. And so it makes mm-hmm. us, makes it easier to attach negative kind of say, uh, attributes to the number 13, you know, in a lot of, um, Buildings in high rise buildings, you don't have a 13th floor. In airplanes, you don't have a 13th seat or a 13th row. Um, and there's just a lot, you know, and we have ingrained that into our society that 13 is a, is a dangerous number. Yeah. So we're not going to put that in the way that we live. Although now, if you think about it, like if you go back to numerology in the Three Masons, 13 is an amazing number to have in buildings. It's yeah. structure. It's, it equals four. But anywho. Um, so it was also considered... Uh, so as far as Friday goes, um, Friday is considered unlucky because it was 
considered the day that Jesus Christ was crucified. Um, and in Britain, Friday was once known as the hangman's day because it was usually when people who had con- who were going to be condemned to death would be hung. Um, and Friday was also allegedly the day that Eve offered Adam the, the apple of forbidden fruit and they were cast wow. out of paradise. How do you think they figured that out? I don't know, man. That's a lot of math. It's a lot of math. And as much <laughs> as I like numbers, math. like going back that far and trying to figure things out, that's just not, <laughs> it's not something that's, I want to spend my time doing. It's dedication. It is because dedication. I almost research every single one of these. I'll tell it more later. It'll make more sense. But instead, I just lumped it together. I was going to be dedicated, but then I bowed out because it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. <laughs> like doing all that research is hard. All right, cool. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. And I just have a possible superstition origin story about Friday the okay. 13th as well. So it, it, in Norse mythology, Friday is named for the goddess Frigga. And um, she is the free-spirited goddess of love and fertility. As you can see, there's a lot of associations across the board with paganism as far as Friday mm-hmm. being associated with female energy. Um, so whenever um, Norse and Germanic tribes converted to Christianity, Frigga was banished in shame to a mountaintop and labeled as a witch. And it was believed that every Friday, the spiteful goddess... Um, convened a meeting with 11 other witches plus the devil, so a uh, gathering of 13, <laughs> and plotted funny. ill turns of fate for the coming week. And for many centuries in Scandinavia, Friday is also known as the Witch's Sabbath. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's a lot of association with women in 13... Oh, I know. I know we. T- I know we. I know we talked about it a little bit yesterday, and I was a little resistant to it. But now, listening with a fresh set of ears, it just makes sense, right? I can see the negativity associated with women a lot in the thirteen. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, that's all Think I have. What you'd like? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's like ancient history, like. And I mean that in a good way. Like, I don't mean like this ancient, not like we used in the nineties. I meant like you gave an ancient perspective, like historically to the number 13 and Friday, oh, Friday yeah. the 13th. Yeah. So I have information that's more, um, current, like current events that have influenced Friday the 13th and what it is today, like in our, in American society and like what shaped it. Oh my God. Oh my God, ruckus farted so bad. I'm so sorry. It's like awful. Oh my God. I almost gagged. Oh, there goes my microphone too. It's just all falling apart now that it's my turn. I'm so sorry. Um, Okay. So according to my research, Friday the 13th and the most recent influences involve uh, a 19th century secret society, a 20th century novel, and then the franchise uh, Friday the 13th, which is a horror film that came out in the 1980s. So I'm just going to go through those three things that have shaped what it is today. So number one, the 13 Club, which was established by Captain William Fowler. So he, for whatever reason, was dedicated to turning around the negative connotation with the number 13. And so he created uh, the 13 Club, And what they did is he had like formal dinners on the 13th of every month. 
and he invited 13 people and they would eat in the 13th room. I don't, I don't really don't know how that works in a restaurant. Then this must've been something, it was like in the 1860s that this happened. So also imagine like the wild West Mm-hmm. and the That's civil cool. war you know what i mean like all this stuff is going on and he's like the number 13 like <laughs> this is what matters the else. most <laughs> is, we got it okay so he um and then there'd be a 13 course dinner as you walked into the room to eat to the dining room he would have you walk under a ladder and then there was a banner and the banner was written in Latin, which I don't know Latin. Um, so I wrote it in English and it said, those of us who are about to die salute you. And there were actually four American presidents in the club. None of them were notable to me. So I didn't write their names down because I didn't know who they were. Um, but either way, four presidents were a part of this fucking club. How weird is that? Okay, so next milestone is in 1907. So we're going from 1863, fast forward to 1907, where a novel was written, and it was called Friday the 13th. And it was written by a man named Thomas William Lawson. And it was a novel about a stockbroker. And the stockbroker played on people's superstition regarding Friday the 13th and fucked with the stock market and ultimately came out with a lot of money because of it. Hmm. So that's another influence of Friday the 13th, like being bad. And the last one of course was in 1980, which is Friday the 13th, the movie, which has Jason who was a serial killer, um, at a camp where he killed kids, uh, like a slasher film. Um, and so what this leads me to also think about is the 1980s have ruined a couple of good things for us, (laughs) spiritual things. So the eighties did the same thing to um the ouija board because the ouija board was invented during like whenever spiritualism was really big like in the 1900s and it was a positive thing and it was a way to communicate with people who had died at very young ages or died too soon or whatever it may be and it was a family event and the 1980s turned it into an evil awful thing that conjured spirits and that's not what it ever was Um, and so now Ouija boards like ruined because of that, not ruined. People still get them, but it ruined the fun part. People are like, think they're evil. And then that's what Friday the 13th did. It's fucking advertising. Like if we could do a song for the 1980s and what they did to these (laughs) things, it would be that system of a down song, the advertising song. Oh yeah. You heard it. I'm I'm sure that one. Yeah, Yeah. I can't remember. Because we used to listen to it in high school. But either way, so those are the three major influences recently. Um, And then I also have a huge list of really bad shit that has happened on Friday the 13th. Do you want to hear any of them? Yes, I do. It's a really long list. I'm just going to try. I may just brush over them. And then I have a couple of Friday the 13th stories, just short stories, though, like yours were short. Um, so one of the first things that I think you and I both found was from, um, October 13th of 1307. And this was King Philip IV of France who, um, captured hundreds of, um, Knights Templar, which was like a religious and military order. Um, and he basically just wanted access to their money. So he captured them, he locked them up. He killed a lot of them and he took their money. And so then people had a superstition like around Friday the 13th that it was a bad, you know, negative, scary time or whatever. That something bad was going to happen. So there is that. 
That's a long, that's 1307. That's a really long time ago. And that's in France. And it made its way over here. And then the 80s were like, we've got you, King <laughs> We've got your back. We, we're going to keep <laughs> this going. Okay. So then more recently, like in 1821, uh, I don't know about this one, is in July. It was whenever the first Grand Wizard came to light for the KKK. It was on Friday the 13th. Um, there was an Australian brush fire in January of 1939 that killed a lot of people and like scorched a ton of land. Mm. And that land still like isn't viable today Oh no! Um, because of how bad it was. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty big fire. In September of 1940 was the bombing of Buckingham Palace in World War II, mm. Friday the 13th. Um, July of 1951, it rained for like five fucking days in Kansas and like flooded the shit out of it and a ton of people died. Uh, March 1964. I don't know if you ever heard about this. Uh, I thought it was on Unsolved Mysteries. It was the young woman in New York who was murdered in the courtyard of her apartment complex. And like 38 people reported that they fucking saw it happening and oh. they heard it and nobody did anything. Oh, no. Nobody even called the police. And the poor girl like escaped from the killer two times and he went back and still killed her. Oh no, that's And terrible. nobody did anything. I know. That was on Friday the 13th. That's crazy. And yeah. it was in the summer, so like their windows were open. Oh. Like man. it's crazy that that happened. Yeah. In November of 1970, a cyclone killed 300,000 people in Bangladesh. October 1972, there was the uh, Chilean, Chilean Air Force or the airplane that crashed that was carrying um I think a rugby team mm. and I was going to say they resulted to cannibalism, but I think that's really kind of negative. They were resourceful and they had to eat the remains of people to live. And um, that's a pretty famous story, I think. That was on Friday the 13th. And their flight was fucking delayed. They were supposed to leave on the 12th, but it was delayed until the 13th, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, and on that same day, there was another Russian flight that crashed. And it's the worst flight in Russian history, and it killed 174 people. Everybody on board died. Dang. And nobody knows what happened. The black box didn't tell them what happened. Oh, shit. Fucking crazy. I that know. Um, October 1989, stock market crash. I don't know anything about that. I was too young. Hm. September 1996 is the day Tupac died. I didn't know that. That's so sad. Friday the 13th. Yeah. He was shot, I think, six days prior, and then he passed on the 13th. Mm. And then January 2012, um, 30 people were killed in a cruise line ship that sunk. Man. Like, how crazy is that? A cruise line in 2012. That was 10 years ago, 11 years yeah. ago. Okay, um, so that's a lot of shit that happened on Friday the 13th. So, like, even after listening to everything you said and me being like, yeah, they made this shit up, but then you read this and you're like, shit. But I also looked at, like, what are the chances of being in a plane accident on Friday the 13th? And the chances are actually lower. Yeah. Allegedly. And actually flights decline on the 13th, like people don't buy a lot of tickets on the 13th. Like they know they lose money that day. How crazy is that? You know, so the, kind of the interesting thing whenever I was mm -hmm. reading about Friday the 13th is that there are at least two and a maximum three a year. So Plane crashes? Uh, Friday the 13th. Oh, I thought there was usually only one a year. Um, just what I saw was either two or three. But usually okay. no more than that. But like okay. for the amount of stuff 
historical themes that have happened. Yes. In in a small in you know just the same day that was that's deemed to be a scary day that you know it's a lot. It seems like a lot. But so that's what I wanted to do. I was like I'm going to look up every Friday the 13th for the past 200 years. <laughs> oh. And I'm going to look up every event and I'm going to put them up against each other. And like, we're going to see the stats of how bad it was. But then I was like, nah, fuck it. And that's whenever I looked up, like, how likely are you to be in a plane crash? And it was like, the chances are lower. And I was like, that answers my question. <laughs> um, but it still seems like a lot, right? Yeah, it does. If we aren't, if we aren't thinking statistically and we don't have all the data, it's kind of overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But that leads us to superstition, which you touched on, and I'm touching on it too. Yep. And from what I understand, a quarter of Americans um, are superstitious. And Mm. three quarters of Americans say that they are not superstitious. Yeah. Um, But what it talks about is how superstitions are created because luck is not tangible. But luck is a concept. So superstitions evolve when we say things like, this is my lucky rock. Or this is my tradition uh, before a sports game, I do this. Or, you know, before play, you say break a leg. It's based on superstitions. Mm -hmm. Um, And people created them so they have something tangible. So there was like um, a couple studies they did. And one of the studies, they got a bunch of people who said they had a lucky object. And they're like, okay, go take your test and take your lucky object. But then they took the lucky object away from half of the people. Hmm. And everybody who had their object did much better than people who didn't. So it's like also, it could be a psychological thing too. Yep, definitely. But that's where superstition comes from. And the next time for us to test, Friday the 13th, is coming up in um, April 13th of 2029. So write that date down. Because that's the day that it's projected that this huge asteroid, a piece could break off that's about the size of a football field, and it could hit us. And, like, that could really do a lot of damage, right? Um, And so unless we can think of something to prevent it, it was identified in 1994 that it was heading for us. Um, And it's supposed to bypass us, but I guess our, um, I don't know, something spacey is going to break it up and make it fall on us. (laughs) Something spacey. Something spacey (laughs) out there. Something to do with, like, you know, physics and that stuff. You know, okay. we had yeah. a movie about this. We know how was to it do that? it. Was that Armageddon? I think so. We know how to do this. We just need to send a couple of oil riggers up in space. And somebody's going to, and there's going to be a song. That fucking Steve Tyler is going to write. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's all they need to do. And then there needs to be a love yeah, story, and this. then the dad needs to die. He's going to sacrifice himself so his daughter can have his have her boyfriend. Oof. Had they known each other that long at that point? I don't know. I haven't seen that movie since it came out. Yeah, neither have I. But somehow I know a lot about it. You do. <laughs> um, I One time, it was a few years ago, I went on a date with somebody... And during the day, he told me that his favorite movie was Armageddon. And in my head, I was like, I got to get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not very nice of me. There was a lot of other shit that went on there, too. But I know that that I was like, okay, I'm done. (laughs) Like, (laughs) no way. Last straw. (laughs) That was like the nail in the coffin for this guy. (laughs) Okay, so a couple stories and then we're done. 
But there are uh, two men I want to tell you about who had a weird thing with Friday the 13th. Um, so one guy, his name is Bob. He was really superstitious. He was terrified of Friday the 13th. Um, and he, he had had a history of really bad shit happening on Friday the 13th. So, um, and this is per his lens because one of the first things is he fell in a river and I'm like, is like, <laughs> okay. So he fell in a river, he crashed his motorcycle. He, uh, he wrote off four cars, which I think implies that he like totaled them. Um, and then one time he accidentally hit his wife in the face with a stick that he was trying to dry throw for his dog to catch. And for him, that's the last, that was the nail in the coffin for him. And he decided, uh, oh no, no, that's not him. Either way he died and his wife arranged for him to be buried on Friday the 13th to have his funeral on that day because of his relationship with it. But it didn't end up happening because they were all booked and they couldn't host his funeral. Oh, man. I know. So that's one guy. And then here's the next guy. His name is Daz Baxter. Um, And this is in the 70s. So he just said, fuck it. Friday the 13th, I'm always staying in bed. I'm not getting out of bed. Um, Which is exactly what he did. So on um, August 13th, 1976, Friday the 13th, he settled into bed and was like, yeah, I'm going to be safe. Like nothing's going to happen. His fucking apartment complex, he's on the sixth floor, collapsed. Oh, my God. And he was killed. Oh, no. He he stayed in bed to avoid it, and it killed him. How fucking crazy is that? That's terrible. Talk about bad luck. He didn't have his lucky charm that day. No. Has anything bad happened to you today? I was, you know, I didn't know if we wanted to say that on a superstition. (laughs) I was a little worried. Because, like, I'm leaving my apartment after this, so I really don't want to talk about it. Okay. Well, I spilled water in my lap. Oh. I feel Rock like I'm, I'm like that guy who hit his wife in the face with a stick. <laughs> with a stick. Everything always bad happens to me on Friday the 13th. I spilled water in my lap. Our pet's heads are falling off. That's what it reminded me of. Um... I would, the only bad thing that's happened to me is I was taking Ruckus outside and we're walking out the front door and he was like, nah, fuck it. And he stopped. The door was open and half of his body was out. <laughs> he just lifted his leg and peed inside. And I was like, you fucker. I was like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? And like, I made him go uh, yeah. potty outside after that. But no, that's it. Okay. That's all I've got. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's our Friday the 13th, our first Maybe, maybe not our last. It just depends on um, how the timing works out. Yeah, if we keep doing this on Friday. Yeah. We'll eventually run into another Friday the 13th. We'll have to. There's only one this year. It was today. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, there's no more this year. (laughs) So get your tattoos while they're hot. Yeah, I'm going to get mine I didn't like any. I'm not getting any. I'm not getting one. I didn't like them. And then the place that you sent me already saw, but they have a line out the fucking door. I'm done. Yeah. Bye, Charlie. Oh, it was sorry. Good to we're see saying Charlie, bye to somebody yeah. who was watching our live. Um, anywho, if you have a strange or paranormal story or experience or a drug experience or anything that you would like to share with us for us to share on the podcast, uh, please send it to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com <laughs> and we'll be happy to read it. Also, we have a YouTube account where you'll be able to watch our videos. And then we also have a TikTok where you see sneak peeks and everything. Yeah. 
and uh, mm-hmm. subscribe, rate, and review us. If you give us a review, please give us a nice review and take a snapshot of it and send it to our email address with your mailing address, and we will mail you some stickers. And um, if you have any Friday the 13th stories that you want us to to talk about, we'll do those as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think so? that's all. Is that yeah. all we have? Is that the end of our show? Okay. That's it. Um, and until next time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Don't forget to. Oh, yeah. Thank you.